Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. <laughs> it's game week, man. It is game week. Deep, deep Daryl Lamont Pearson. Daryl, first of all, he set it off a couple weeks ago. We won with the Oklahoma or with the Red Boots. With the Red Boots. We took an L. So Nathan, we're, those Nathan, were fresh, though. Yeah, they were, but we took a Did you get to we, see him? But you we, showed him on the video. So, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but we took an L. So we're not going to. The so boots were fresh. I can break them out for Indiana, though. I liked no, the boots. No, we, we, no, we took an L. <laughs> we took an L. And we just I didn't wear them on game day. You didn't? No. Oh, well, that's probably why we lost. Yeah. I didn't wear them on game day. But then he had the white leather pants on in high school jamming. <laughs> I, I liked that tweet. <laughs> Look, I was more ashamed of the shirt. Because it was a pink. So it's white pants and white shoes. And then a pink with a striped pink shirt. I like it. Short sleeve. And I was just like, you know, this is when you know you 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 know. You, your dude should have just was like, nah, dog. <laughs> well, if you wear white pants, you just already out there. Well, I was <laughs> this is high school. You're 17. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah, really. It just, don't, don't matter. Just... Now, but I'll tell you this. You know why? You know the answer to why I wore white pants. Why? Because the women was like. You got a lot of confidence you wear white pants. <laughs> the women were like, okay. Like, my dance car was full. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You the dancing machine. Oh. He, there, he, he invented the running man, man. There's no way, you know. <laughs> the cabbage patch. Right. Oh. Did you know Barry Thompson at the time? Yeah, Barry was my quarterback. Yeah, but you see, you don't was see Barry, Barry there? No, that's what I'm saying. But was you Barry never see picture? Barry in any of these pictures. <laughs> no, Barry, Barry was, so Barry was basically a cowboy, like legitimate. His dad was a cowboy, like a legitimate, hey, I'm going to throw horses around cowboy. Cowboy. So Barry did that, but Barry was also kind of the nerd because he was a he was a national roller skating champion. Oh, really? Like at that, like even through yeah. high school, he was like a national roller skating champion. Matter of fact, he won it here in Lincoln. 
He won the national title here at the whatever the, the arena is, the auditorium that's here. So, and his brother went to University of Nebraska Lincoln. So Barry is very familiar with this, but he was a high school quarterback. He was Michael Vick before Michael Vick, left-handed, uh, full sprinter. Like Barry could run, man. Barry could go, but he had a rocket arm. He wouldn't pitch me the ball inside of 20, which I still that's have. Every, that's every quarterback. Right? right? I still have issues with that. I don't know why that. defenses get fooled by that, though. No. Like, he was just like, he would just pump it at me. Because I would get them to from 20 to 20. And then once we got to 20, Barry was like, perfect. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me kind of take this in the score. Decoy. But he was also a state champion wrestler. Barry's bad boy. He was a bad boy. But his high school pictures, see, he was homecoming king. With the big yeah. uh, Danny Terrio, like, lapel yeah. with the yeah, suit, the three-piece suit. Yeah, he was the CEO. Oh, yeah, Barry was that dude. DP was the party starter. All, right, all facts. <laughs> all facts. Okay, so we're going to ask a question, and you guys can reach out and let us know if you know the answer to the question. The winner, the first person that texts in or calls in with the answer, we're going to give you passes to the Lincoln Center Kiwanis Club 63rd Annual Pancake Festival. Uh, this is Saturday, October 22nd from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Old Rec Center. Center, uh, 3140 Sumner. Uh, the question is this. We were just talking about John Cook and the Husker volleyball team. Who leads the Huskers volleyball team in assists? In assists. Who leads them in assists? First person to text line uh, gets that right. We're going to give you passes. You're going to eat full a month's worth of pancakes next month as well. 402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln hotline. If you want to add in, join the conversation. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live for the Sarder Heyman live video stream. Jay Foreman, we're going to be where on Thursday? Oh, we're going to be at the Mercado, man. 84th and uh, Havelock. Certified Piedmont tea, special ingredients, and butcher shop, appetizers, entrees, uh, the entree uh, options, and the dessert menu. And, Nate, they have stuff you can take home. We, we are going to take some home. Show up. I might yeah. have to go, yeah. We'll find somebody to run the board. Good, they got some out. good drinky yeah. drink for you, too. Yeah. Ooh, right. yeah. And I said leads the team in assist, not in digs. Like, see, Rodriguez leads them in digs. The question is, who leads them in assists? Who leads them in assists? Um it's actually 155. That's a lot. Get your thing. Get your thing on. Uh, let's see who. Drew Carr got it. Drew Carr got it. It is Ani Evans. Ani Buckets uh, with 155. Uh, she's taken over the lead since Nicklin Hames has been out. So, Drew, we got a couple of passes for you. We'll leave them here at the front desk uh, for you to uh, pick up, and you can enjoy us we're going to be doing a remote down there that saturday rub a dub let's grub nate yeah full full, like full 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 pancakes um the the story with a bye week in lincoln nebraska the story was also tied to lincoln adrian adrian martinez had a day he had a night and a big part of this stuff right was in play that people were upset with husker fans celebrating the performance of Adrian Martinez. There are some that would say, well, he's a traitor. Some will say, well, he's gone. He's gone forever. But I happen to remember the phrase that I was told all the time, once a Husker, always a Husker. So, Jay Foreman, how did you process? Were you, you're cheering for young Mr. Martinez. Yeah, anytime. I mean, you want him to do well. Um, I'd rather him been, you know, obviously here. But, uh, you know, he's able to, you know, at that point make his own choices. I don't know. You don't ever wish – 
ill will on anybody. He was a great ambassador, a uh, good player for Nebraska. It's unfortunate that um, a lot was put upon him, you know, both physically and kind of like expectation-wise. That was definitely unfair, but some of it was, you know, just or unjust, or, and some of it was his own, you know, fault with his play. But, uh, you know, you're happy for him to do well. I think that's the Adrian that everybody saw at glimpses of it for, you know, a quarter here, game here, a couple games here. It just came all came together with Kansas State, you know, against Oklahoma on the road down there. Um, so you're happy for him. Um, you know, look, Nebraska, I mean, heck, for a while there, they were cheering on McKenzie Melton, and he had no affiliation with Nebraska. The only thing is he played at UCF the last year that, you know, Scott Frost and those guys were there. So it's no different with Adrian and – you know, he's a former Husker, and you wish him wish him the best. The only time you would, would, wouldn't would wish him the best is if, you know, they happen to be playing Nebraska. So, be happy for him. He played well. Um, you know, and then it was good for him take the Nebraska ties out of it. You know, it was good for him to bounce back after the game against Tulane because it was mm-hmm. the total opposite Adrian um, that you saw on Saturday night against Oklahoma. So, uh, look, man, he's he's down at Kansas State. He's happy. Um, we're at where we're at, and so you just got to be happy for him. What what were they? What was what was Kansas State doing that Nebraska couldn't do? <laughs> Executing, playing within themselves. Definitely were physical, um, and you know they kept the game close when they need to, and they just played. They just kept playing. They knew that Oklahoma would make a couple plays, but then they tightened up their defense. And it looked like where Oklahoma was getting, it would seem like chunk yards, you know, because their running back gray was, it seemed like every time he touched the ball, it was like 10, 12, 10, 12, but they didn't want to continue to do it. Kansas State did a really good job of gang tackling in an open field and then letting Oklahoma shoot themselves in the foot with procedure penalties, holdings, et cetera. Kansas State had a few as well. But once they got Kansas, Kansas, or once they got Oklahoma in a, like a third and you know more than manageable for the defense, they got off on third down, whether it, whether it was making tackles or disrupting the the pass, the, the you know the quarterback getting them off the spot, and then they were you know just playing football. And then on offense, they were just beating the brakes off of Oklahoma. I mean, they were testing Oklahoma's will at will. They were testing Oklahoma their deficiencies in the run game based on what they saw the first two weeks of Oklahoma season, why their game, what game it was before Nebraska was close going into halftime. So, you know, Kansas State's a little bit farther along the process that obviously the Nebraska was when Nebraska played them. Um, but their style of football definitely matches up well against Oklahoma. And it has for like the last, I think five or six years that they, they've beaten Oklahoma. So they, they know they, they, the speed doesn't hurt them. They they recruited a lot of the same kids. A lot of them maybe went to Oklahoma or been looked over by Oklahoma, so they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. But they play with an edge. They play with an edge that I'm sure every Nebraska fan wants to see from our football team is play with an edge. They know what they were doing. They were, you know, not giving up explosive plays, and they knew Oklahoma would make plays. But when it came down to make plays, they would make plays. They weren't afraid to compete. There was times the Oklahoma receivers made some plays. Kansas State guys were right there. And they continue to come back. And, and that's how you wear – see, people always think like – now, granted, when we played the pipeline, we'll wear dudes down because they just throwing them down on the ground. But another way you wear teams down 
is to continue to execute and continue to compete. Generally, most college football teams and most athletes of this day and time are what's called front runners. They work hard. Everything's great when it's easy, right? Or you've kind of rolled over and just, you know, gave them the game. But generally, they don't like pushback. In Oklahoma right now, and plus they're they're new into their deal, right? Because you could see that the offense isn't a well-oiled machine and matching up the offense with the defense isn't there. But, you know, they're just, you know, Kansas State just comes to compete. And it's looks more than prepared for it and not, definitely not scared. It, it we're in we're in the in the Monday of Indi- beat Indiana week, and to watch this Indiana team, we understand the coaching philosophy, we understand the the, the mindset behind Dr. Allen and what he does and what he tries to accomplish. They go, uh, they, they 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 week one they battle through some mistakes, some early mistakes, and beat figure Illinois. out a way to build, beat a, a a good Illinois team. Western Kentucky, and then they travel to Cincinnati at three and zero. And met their maker. Uh, oh well, you know there were a lot of things in play. The first thing you do is when you get into Indiana's tape, offensively they are having issue. Now yeah. they've but, got a talent, they've got but, talent, but they're having issue. The same issues that Nebraska had, which is sometimes that offensive line leaks. Yeah, it, it leaks yeah. hard, and they the. the and don't sleep. Now I'm telling you right now, they they struggled last week on offense. Indiana has skill position players. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Quarterback isn't Michael Penix Jr. like mm-hmm. he when he set the Big Ten on fire. The quarterback he looks good at Washington, right? Too. But the yeah, he looks healthy, confident. He looks good, it just yeah. changed, and that's a that's a transfer portal. You know, good feel or feel good story that works out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No hard feelings when he left Indiana. He, he just wanted a new kind of scenery. Got healthy. Washington needed a new quarterback, so forth and so on. Indiana's quarterback is okay. Their running back room, room is subpar. Not or what average, it usually is. Right, average Jordan Howard, Tevin Coleman, Stevie right. Scott. It's not, it's yeah. not that. But no. their skill positions are pretty good. Matthews Jr. is legitimately a, a, an all-Big Ten receiver. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so you're going to have your work cut out for you, and they're going to compete. Now, whether the accuracy of the quarterback is going to be dictated on – how well we rush the passer, and well, first and foremost, we got to play better on first down, first second down run, or do well in the run, and then how well we can get him off his spot, and make sure that if if Matthews Junior has some catches, we make some open field tackles and keep him in third and long and, and get off the field on third down. Defensively, they're all they're they're, they're the same, right? They're gonna run they're gonna run blitz you if they're getting you know gashed in the run. Um, they they're, attack. They're, they're gonna, they attack. yeah. They're gonna attack. They're gonna try to force the issue because they think, yeah, we'll give up a couple big plays, but we'll make them. But then eventually, us continuing to attack for four quarters, you will eventually tap out, and well, then you'll we'll, make more mistakes than we do. Right. And then, uh, but you know, if you get on that, if you get them on the right edge, and get some angles on them, you'll be able to make some good plays. You know, as far as against them, uh, offensively. So, I think it's just gonna come down to execution. How how much. Uh, the Nebraska players is embraced like the new kind of head coach Mickey Joseph and how they're going stuff, you know, going about stuff, embracing the fundamentals, getting back to the basics or had gotten back to the basics and coming out and competing. It's a tremendous – it's not a team that you have any, you know, scar tissue against or anybody that you're like, hey, you know, this is a team that you definitely match out well with, 
regardless of the situation of the, you know the coaching staff over you know changes in the recent weeks um the talent's still here um I didn't know Mark Whipple was you know under the weather I think I heard Sipple say that you know but now he's should be I mean I'm sure he's more healthy now so you think the offense would get back on track and so, so forth and so on so I think that uh Nebraska, as long as they stay out of their own way, they'll be just fine. Let I, me think, I think we'll be able to score points against them because I like our receiving core, kind of like our skill position, you know, mix, you know, with them, especially with Volkolek, another week and a half of get, being able to get healthy, I think really bodes well for the offense. Let me know your thoughts on this. So the line opened at Nebraska three-and-a-half point favor to jump to six-and-a-half. No, the mine, the, 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 the line doesn't do anything for me. That just honestly surprised me. I mean, Indiana comes in three and one, and Nebraska's one and three. The records or the line doesn't mean anything. I go off what you see on tape. You got two teams. Take the Oklahoma game out of it. You see a lot of holes on both teams, Mm -hmm. things that need to get fixed. And maybe they're banking on Nebraska. You know, a real – this is a real kind of glimpse of what you could possibly be getting from Mickey Joseph, and they feel good about it because of who he is and what he's going to do and what he's been changing. And they've been able to get healthy. You know, as far as Bokalik, mm-hmm. um, I did. You know, they had the depth chart come out. You know, I think Teddy Prosca must be out for a while because you got Turner Corcoran back at left tackle. They got Ethan Piper left guard. So they, you know, you see that a little bit, and you see a little bit of a change maybe in the defensive front. Maybe, you know, I'm not talking for anybody, but look, you know, you got Oshan, and this is just a depth chart. So I'm just going off what I'm seeing. This ain't nothing that I've been told. I'm just, so it's looks a little different. Which is good. So it's I'm excited. I'm excited for the players to get out there. Opportunity. It's well, an opportunity. Look, man. At the end of the day, they're getting a tremendous opportunity to have. It's, it's essentially what you're able to have is a COVID season. That are, remember when they when Nebraska went three and five. This is it. Chance to go five and three, six and two. But let, let's hope. I mean, Baszler is a guy that was the SEC freshman of the year. You're not talking about a quarterback, you're not a scrub, no, right? You're not talking about a guy who who is unknown in what he can do. Um, but that offensive line is is crucial. It as is, much as people it is talk a about little it, different, right? It as is much a as little you talk different. About Adrian and what he did is the offensive line that gave him the time to create the alleys for him to be a matchup problem yeah. and wear yeah. a defense out. Yeah. So what our defensive line and offensive line got to do is. I hate to say it, play a little bit more like Kansas State or just go out there and kick butt. You you've had a week or two to get it get get all your little feelings out of your out of, not out of your system, but be be okay with it. You know, I'd like to ask like, okay, I know when coach Mickey said that they were hurting, right? I wonder I would like to ask or have a survey, right? And everybody likes to do polls or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I'd like to ask them, are you hurting because you got embarrassed and lost against Georgia Southern? Or you hurting because your coach, your head coach, got fired? It can be a, it can be a combination yeah, of both. It's, it's probably a little of both. Okay, but why <laughs> I want to know those percentage of right because one goes into another. Because see, the thing is that the football team needs to understand is is the combination of courage and confidence, right? The courage is it could be a many things. The courage enough to put the pads on and to go out there and play. The but you got to have the courage to accept good coaching, yeah. constructive criticism, constructive praise, accolades, 
disappointments, adversity. You got to have the courage. That's that's courage, right? Yeah. Then you got to have the courage to do something in sacrifice that you've never done before, right? And then your confidence comes from can, doing it and practicing. And, and you, you know, you're not just going to show up in a game and, and, and play well. That's just a one-off. How how do you seen that in too many other sports? Like you do it one time, like golf. You never hear anything about these guys. Like yeah, you get catch genie in a bottle, but the consistency. Oh, what do you think? I mean, Tom Brady's great. Drew Brees is good, right? Peyton Manning was great. All these, you know, why they were considered great? Because every time you turn on the TV, they were doing the same thing. Now, when it came down to it, Peyton Manning, if you weren't covering anybody, and Marvin Harrison kept running the damn you know Colt route, what it was named, (laughs) and you ain't covering him. He'll throw for 500 yards. But the consistency of what he was doing is what made him great. See, a lot of things when you do it one time, that makes you good. Being great is being consistent. But I want to ask you, I mean, we'll go to break pretty quickly, but I want to know, how will it appear? How How will we know? That the offensive line is accepting coaching, they're accepting. Oh, I mean that's you won't. You, uh, it'll be a step like what you see Saturday night, right? Are, are we are we asking for too much too soon? Well, you can't expect if you're thinking Mickey's going to turn, well, supposedly four years and not he, hitting around in literally fourteen days. That's why I wanted to then, be said. Then, then, <laughs> then you know whoever has these expectations, and if some media guys are saying, well. It's no different. Well, listen here. Don't you can't say that because you, even if you went four weeks versus four, it's still not enough time. So right. what you can do is incrementally getting better at the things. And it's he, like you said, it starts with practice and group work, position work. It starts there. It's like you can't go to teamwork until you get the things right in group work, footwork fundamentals, tackling, knowing where you're supposed to be. Well, you know, they're trying to get guys lined up so they know what they're doing. A lot of times Nebraska's kind of like, you know, I always say, like, I used to, like, don't ooze into the game. You know what I mean? Like, you ooze, like you need to be like a tidal wave. You get what I'm saying? Like, when you ooze into the game, it'd be like a quarter and a half, and you just, like, waking up. You just waste the time. And then there's sometimes you can't come back like that. That's where a lot of, like, with Bill Callahan, that's a lot of, like, I call them like chucking duck yards. You know, you're down by 20, and we just chucking and duck. Yeah, you got great stats. But Looks you're good because your... they they went in prevent and allowed you right. your eight yards of catch. Right, and you getting your head beat. You you down by 40. There, there's there's so much to this. Uh, John, sit, sit tight. I know you're on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. We'll get to you when we come back from the break. But there's so much of this stuff that just the impression of what people expect from one week or ten days of of work. We'll talk more about that when we come back to old school. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.